Hi, welcome to Interviews Podcast. I am passionate about business. I used to run businesses for others before launching my own. And I have always asked myself one key question. What is the secret recipe to properly structure and successfully run a business? So I am on a quest to find out through insightful conversations with entrepreneurs all around the world. Follow me on my journey to crack the entrepreneurship code. Interviews is sponsored by Bertoli Digital, a Wix website agency built for startups, individuals and SMEs. Bertoli Digital is also Finland's first certified Wix expert and Wix partner agency. 1% of all the agency's project revenue go to Global Footprint Network to help change how the world manages its natural resources and respond to climate change. If you want to know more, www.bertolidigital.com or contact at bertolidigital.com. This is Interviews. Today I am with Kirsi Ekberg, the founder of Vilike and Exciter at Rehabu in Finland. Hey, Kirsi, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. Good to be here. Okay, so let's start a little bit about your journey, please. Tell us what happened in your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I keep asking myself also every now and then. And then there are the days when I just question the whole existence of myself and my startups. But then going back to the roots of why I'm doing this, I keep finding the reason behind everything and that just overcomes the obstacle. So it all started, uh, it was year 2012. And I was studying um, IT in Hagahelia for some odd reason. And then also, also this uh, vocational studies of children's physical exercise education um and then those two worlds collided um we did this um, motor skills assessment method with children we collected the data on how the movement skills and perceptual skills develop with pen and paper and i lost them so okay good start <laughs> yeah so like how oh, i could kind of I was like, oh, this is so interesting. We'll see. My daughter also at the time, she was around four or something like that. Uh, and I was like, all that information is gone. And could we? And then same time, I was indulged with all the things where technology is being used in business and like the bigger, um, bigger fields. I don't remember the word, but like all the business stuff. So I thought, why couldn't we have one with our work as a children, not only as a mother, but then my job and was to make children move. So that's where it all started. And it's been an interesting path ever since. And today <laughs> we finally launched the first one of the, all the softwares we have developed for real for uh, beta so mm. 
So a lot of expectations, I guess. Well, not really. <laughs> well, that's very honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the first one, uh, the first version I did was my thesis software. Um, I graduated 2014. Uh, and then throughout my studies, I'd gone to our startup school, uh, which was really supportive for the idea. Like, oh, could we blah, blah, blah. Well, it all paid out. Uh, the first version. Um, and was kind of ready. I didn't even know that you're supposed to launch something. So it, it was just kind of there. And then I was told, okay, now you can start a company. And okay, I did. And then, well, at the time, 2014, 15, when I called in daycare, I said, oh, I have this digital solution. You could follow up children's. Oh, so it just went in from here and came out from here. So yeah, it, uh, kind of was there we tested it then um, a year after the graduation and kind of having some kind of software um, i was contacted by a lady who's running yukoko institute and understood that the software wasn't ready and wanted to help so that's where our collaboration started and we started having events where parents came in and went through the track and collected the data with um the software mm. uh, I and we, with this one company, uh, I hired with little funding from Invention Foundation, got, got started. So, and it was also really cool at the time. Parents really liked it. There was no graphic. It was really simple user interface. But like I told them, you can save those data. So then we can do analysis out of it. I consulted Professor Arya Saxlahti in the University of Yvaskura, where the sports scientific faculty is in Finland. And she had an idea of like how sportific side we can analyze it. So I was like, okay, we're gonna do that. And then we, it was 2016 already, and we had 10,000 lines of data, more than um, I think 300 parents and like with the data of their children and uh, <laughs> I was getting ready to write the algorithms so that we can get uh, some kind of data out of it. And then turns out I made an integer mistake in the back end. Okay. Which meant that all that data was lost, just like those papers before. So I was like, wow. fuck. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> my English. Okay, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So in a way, I've... Uh, this failure taught me not to have too big of an expectations, even though it is really cool to launch it. Maybe this time we're doing a little bit more better because it's not just me on the team. And there's mm. more of us looking after each other and then very, very talented game developers and um, computer vision specialists on the team. So, so if, I understand, if I understand very well, you made that mistake so you lost everything, but you did <laughs> not get discouraged because, you know, one could have, you know, got discouraged and just give up, but you did not. You continued and you hire more people and better people. So now you have a better um, software. Well, in a way, there's been <laughs> the really deep, deep, dark moments in between. Yes. And that actually, it was, because I never started this because of the money. I mm. just have this really strong, intuitive Kind of same when you start painting um 
uh, you just have your blank canvas and you just start doing it. Um, and same thing with this. I just know it needs to be done. And then when this whole fuck up started, then also in my personal life, it was really, really tough. I, I had used all my savings. I had no more funding from the government. I barely could run a company as an entity. Mm. So it, it was too much. I, I gave up to be honest. And I was like, I don't know what I have to give for this thing anymore. So, but luckily at the time I actually met Rehabu, right. um, Peter Green, one of the original founders of the company was in the hackathon called ultra hack. And we started talking, we hacked in a different teams. Um, we were doing the story for Vilke because we couldn't do the software. And that's where, like, that world, like, they came to my life. Um, and they've been supporting. Every now and then there's been, like, little, okay, let's do this together. And then, okay, we'll do it. And they've been doing, like, with a really different focus uh, in a way, even though the mission is the same, to activate people to move more. So it's been really cool that this, Rehabu as a team, but then also like the life around me has been kicking me forward. Mm -hmm. Latest was like kind of this after the, it took maybe a year or more. I didn't, I just, I hated the whole thing. I was like, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I knew why, but then I didn't have the energy to lift up anymore and kind of mm -hmm. keep going. And but then luckily my programming professor from Hakahelia contacted me and he asked for real life uh, projects for the students in software development. And I told about the one that I was working at Moiko, where I've been working part time with reflective accessories and then a few others uh, I was kind of aware of and somehow participating, but he chose Vilike. I was like, okay, so for the how many time we start this and we'll just keep on going. And it has been really also not just reviving the idea, which has the why has always been there. Really what humbling, is, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it must. I guess yes, it must be. I mean, from complete failure, you lost everything, and then you start again. It's it's a crazy story. And what is what is the morale of the of that story? Well, I would say that follow your intuition and never give up. Mm. It's kind of if that refers to morale, I don't know. But it's kind of the underlining thing that can help you to follow with your intuition and idea, whether it wouldn't be totally clear that, okay, you can say, this is what it is. Like also the other thing that happened last fall, I got into Baltic Sandbox Accelerator and like what they've given to the whole thing is kind of the same thing, reviving me from my failure and fuck ups, but then kind of, helping to form what it is i guess it's just keep going mm. if the intuition and kind of the idea is there then it will form up but then also referring again a little bit to painting what i try to keep in my mind as well is know when to let go 
because otherwise you fuck up the whole painting. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have put that black on that plate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so you met those people uh, from Rehabu, and mm-hmm. then you got involved uh, early this year with them too. And mm-hmm. your position is being an exciter. Yes. What is, what is that? What does it mean? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Peter just asked, would you like to be an exciter? I've never had business cards <laughs> during my six years as an entrepreneur. Now I have 400 of them saying Rehabu Exciter. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> so, and I, well, I guess since I really am bad with Unity, I can create a sprite and then it just drops and kind of. So it's more of a product development in some sense, but then also at this phase, it is about marketing and sales and getting people to try the game like I will send a, <laughs> a link to you mm-hmm. and then I don't know making it all go forward and then having it to a point where we can really launch it I don't know how we're gonna do that I've never launched a game for real so but I, it will I also these years as entrepreneur have kind of taught me that if there's a will, there's a way. So the path will appear uh, when you start walking towards it. So you mm. will slip, but that's fine. You will tumble out of the boat, <laughs> off the mm. road, whatever. Well, I'm excited about it. So, and maybe we will do a little exit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <some> okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> okay. You talk a lot about your why. And that is uh, a very important topic for me also. What is your why? Um, I think the short version would be that technology and games can enhance people's health. Okay. Instead of passivating people into their core. It's good to use it for writing. I like writing too. And I like drawing with the computer. And I like reading news. And I like social media and Netflix and all of that stuff when you just like passivate yourself in front of the screen. But then kind of this other dimension that is there. And I think Corona has actually proved it to us that we can coexist even though we're not in the same place. Mm -hmm. And then still again, kind of adding the additional layer of so that it makes people move so you're not just stuck over there and then kind of also for games it's not just about that playing with the joystick and yeah so kind of bringing that and then also the even the maybe the most interesting part is the research that can be done with the data and we've gone a long way from the days that we collected with pen and paper, lost them, mm. it collect them with a simple UI, fucked up it, so excuse my English again. <laughs> and then coming to a point where the video can recognize the data that we want. We need to mm. train it to do that, but we can do it. So then there will, like the same thing that 
originally was the idea behind Vilke is to follow the development and have kind of fun entity where to do it and then do research about it. We will learn something new if we do it with children, then we get to know more about their development and maybe eventually it's kind of the other idea that followed then um, somewhere halfway three years ago that maybe then we can also like let's say children for example now they just go to school and you're put to other class is a another half is b just like random and everyone's expected to learn the same way it's, mm -hmm. it's changing slowly but maybe also this data that we can get from motor skill learning, we could do that. There is also actually the same type of methods for visual learning, tactile learning. So maybe we could already then get enough information that we would know the learning strengths of a child. So maybe then some of the like starting of the school or at some point could be um, like powered with AI. <laughs> so, mm if some kids learn easily if they're moving then they could go a b c a b c while others it could be about the sounds mm. and the others then could draw it or kind of like these things um and that's also another why instead of just making people happy and healthy yeah i i can really feel it when the way you talk about it that you really want to make an impact and by the mm -hmm. way you introduce yourself on your linkedin profile as an impact entrepreneur yeah so that's really important for you yeah and i another why because then what's the purpose of creating cool stuff if it doesn't have kind of if you create something just to make money it it's not worth it mm -hmm. there's enough bullshit in this world so, so that's why it's, that's why I think it also takes a lot of time and luckily it's still people who make this world go around, even though technology is a great servant for us, mm. but it's, I really wanted to have a good cause and make impact. Mm. So what's, what's your big dream then? What do you want? Sail around the world. <laughs> not the technology, <laughs> but I'm not good enough. <laughs> I don't know if I ever will. So maybe we'll end up creating a sail around the world VR game. <laughs> but um, no, that's like my personal mm -hmm. one thing I want to do. But then coming to this Vilke and startup, which is a like communal dream. It's not just mine. I'm tossing my five cents into um, kind of this global ecosystem. So I'm really hoping, and I, I've seen it throughout the past six years, and I'm really, really happy to see that there's more and more um, serious gaming and more impact-driven businesses and companies and transformative entrepreneurship is there. So the companies and people behind the companies really need to consider that, okay, do we need to do this? And what's the impact of it? And if it does have a negative impact on some levels by SEG, for example, SEG, however, it's kind of happening, my dream, actually. I'm, I'm living it. 
and what will happen in five years i hope it will just grow stronger people mm -hmm. go more back to their roots and consider what is necessary and being more humane to each other and the nature mm. i really yeah. feel having discussions with other entrepreneurs like you that yeah they became entrepreneurs because they want to have that impact and this is the best they have this big dream like you have mm. and being an entrepreneur is the best way to impact the world mm. yeah it's uh, in a way i think it's everybody makes an impact and every little choice every day matters and i guess we're just so grown into this okay you go to school you do this you do that and kind of follow this path but like we've seen the life is changing we're not living in the farms anymore where the mm. whole family is there we are one big farm so it requires i think also mindset of people and okay we will do this and creating something new that has a good intentions so then it will fly and kind of the idea carries you through no matter what's what comes across nothing's all sunshine luckily <laughs> so mm. but i think it's we just need to create our own world and i think use are even in a bigger well they kind of grow up into this world of having technology as a part of part of a life so for them it will be no big deal um, mm. they also grow to understand it in very different level than for example my parents kind of the gap in between uh, the ages but it's um yeah i want to come back a little bit on that failure like that that moment because i think it's related that moment where you failed you lost everything for the second time you have to start again from scratch where <laughs> did you find the motivation to not completely give up because you, you said you gave up you wanted to give up but you I did not. well you did not really no i did not yeah that's i I kind of found this place to recharge myself mm. um, and it is the forest uh, where I've been living partly uh, ever since I was a child and I kept my parents lived there it's a tree farm no more land is being cultivated but it kind of in the longer run it, and it still does kind of take me back to how the life was like i know it's a place where people used to live after ice age mm. and it's kind of i don't know even the word for it but then going there leaving then just taking care of forestry mm. uh, so you just take the, the axe but this other thing you take with you to the forest and Nothing else, maybe uh, some snacks and uh, water bottle and just going there. And, and somehow I, I feel kind of the, the ancestor spirits over there. And I've been sitting over there and thinking that people lived here. They 
did not have iPhones. They mm. didn't have bolts. They didn't have, and they were still there. They had their struggles, which were very different and more deadly than the ones that I've been facing in my life. Um, so that kind of always reminds me of the reality where I'm living. So, well, what about it? It was just money. It was mm. not like you, I don't know, drowned in the icy cold water or a polar bear just came and ate your brother or something like that. This is very <laughs> imaginative. Mm. <laughs> but it, 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 and it still does. It just brings me back to my roots mm. and our family roots and also human roots. Because it's, it's not too long ago. We used to live so close to nature and now we're so far from it, especially in the cities. So. What are you the most proud of? Proud of? My daughter. Hmm. Despite every cool stuff, I think she's still, it's really amazing to follow. How did that little thing who was like, <laughs> come to a point where she's like, she comes to the slash with me. And we went there that Friday. And then I was like, well, what is your startup about? So she goes, oh, it's called Totally Unicorn. Okay, cool. What does it do? I don't know. <laughs> okay, but you're already building the roots for entrepreneurship here. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. We found one uh, thing to pivot. Uh, pretty soon it's going to be called really? Unicorn Kitchen. Yeah, and it's coming out through serve.io, which was a winner of work track in Global Hack. Um, my colleague, startup friend, Alagan is running the company and they are, it, it was actually powered by Estonian um, e-government or e-residency system. They won the hack, so it's live and Vera's Unicorn Kitchen is going to be there. And that's why I also encourage young people just to follow it and try and then you see okay it worked or then it didn't work so that's also something because if you're gonna wait and wait for somebody to come and tell you what to do you can wait for the rest of your life and mm. still you end up thinking what do i want to do when i grow up be an entrepreneur of course change the world mm. and it starts by changing ourselves well, i've really enjoyed this conversation because it's a very more of a personal conversation today and I really like, I really like it, but um, I'm going to have to wrap it up. So uh, a couple of more questions. Mm -hmm. Summarizing everything that, had, that has happened to you. And we, talk, we talked about a lot of different things. What mm -hmm. is the one recommendation that you would give to entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs out there? Um, follow your intuition and okay. never give up yeah even with the last energy yeah. i'm not surprised <laughs> grasp into that star of yours and make it shine i'm not surprised at all how can people contact you well i guess if you just google vilike might be easier than my name kirsi ekberg um, and you can find our contacts also at rehabu.com. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Kirsi, for 
your time today. I really enjoyed it. And yours as well. I'll get you the beta link. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> all and right. uh, thank you all for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback about today's interview. Please send any questions for my guest or myself to uh, contact at laurentotin.com or reach out on LinkedIn. See you next time. Bye-bye.